And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday, or whatever day you choose to listen to this show. Uh, I hope everybody's been having a good week thus far. For those of you that are out and about on your regular work week, uh, we're almost there, midway through the week. A couple more days, uh, one more day until the Lightning are finally back on the ice. Uh, it, it's been, it seems like almost forever since the Lightning have played a game. And that is because of all the COVID issues that have been going on uh, with the Dallas Stars. And if you've been keeping a close eye on the other opponents of this newly formed Central Division, you would know that the Carolina Hurricanes are having their own issues too. So we'll discuss that on today's show. uh, All the things that are going on with that, as well as maybe how the league should handle it going forward. Um as well as we'll be discussing some of the things surrounding the team, obviously, as well, to end out the show. So before we get into all of that, I humbly ask you, as always, to like and subscribe to this podcast uh, wherever podcasts are distributed. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Speaker, uh, wherever, uh, all that, all uh, Google, Google Podcasts, whatever it's called. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Lightning are finally back on the ice after almost a week of not being able to play. And it's frustrating. And I'm sure the Lightning are frustrated with it just because they got off to such a great start. Uh, they couldn't have asked for, I guess you could say, a weak opponent for a weaker opponent. I think that I think we could all say now, especially after those first two games, that the, the Blackhawks are definitely one of the weaker teams in this division right now. Uh, this is only the first two games of the season, though. So, you know, we could be talking about the Blackhawks being a different kind of team once the playoffs start to kind of roll around or once the playoff chase really starts to heat up. But Chicago showed me nothing in those two games that really proved to me that they had their act together. I haven't honestly been able to catch their other two games in which they've played again, played in. Um but one of them was an overtime win and a a loss. So, you know, they have yet to get a game in, you know, win a game in regulation. So, I mean, they, they have a whole situation going on there. Uh, if you watch the first two games uh, very closely, you could tell uh, just by looking at the goaltender situation that they really don't have their act together. And that's not really a good situation with that just because you kind of want to be having at least, you know, with everything going on with that team, with their captain being out, some of the young guys really trying to to develop as well as, you know, Patrick Kane really trying to keep it all together. Um, you, you at least want to have your goalie situation carved out and, and, you know, at least not have to worry about that. But really right now it looks like there's a goalie by committee situation. But really what all that means is that, yeah, the Lightning, on the other hand, the Lightning looked great. Um, so far to start the season, they have a goal differential of plus seven. And 
I mean, that just shows that Blackhawks can't score and the goaltending was not that good. But not to say that the Lightning were impressive. They were very impressive. Most notably, Captain Steven Stamkos, who I thought this is probably the best I've seen him play in, you know, dating back to last season. I, I think that, you know, there was games where he played very well. But I think we could all agree if you go back and look at the highlights, he was dominant. He was very dominant. He he looked like in these past couple of games like a top five player, which he's very capable of being as long as he stays healthy. Now, that's the huge question. And that is something that might rear its ugly head, especially with this long layoff, because the Lightning haven't really practiced that much. They've had a couple of practices here and there. And when they have, it it hasn't really been full practices. It hasn't really been, you know, all the guys on the team are involved. Cooper's been giving guys off here and there. Most notably, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. He mispracticed the other day, uh, yesterday actually. Um, And then when it was asked by the media, Coach Cooper said basically that, you know, he was just dealing with some body stuff. Uh, Maybe he was sore or something or whatever the case may be. Or, you know, maybe Cooper knows that he's probably going to play him a lot this year and really, you know, whatever he'll need to get situated with himself, he could easily do that on the ice during an actual game instead of really, you know, taking a chance of him getting hurt uh, during, you know, practice. So that might be the the outlook right now. Um, and we'll just have to wait to see how he manages him. I think that's really what it's going to be. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of no practices from Vasilevsky. I think this year, and we spoke about it when we previewed the season, I could see Vasilevsky playing about, uh, I want to say 45 games. And, you know, we, we saw in the playoffs last year that he has no qualms about running running him ragged. Uh, McElhenney was just along there for the ride. I, I think we'll see definitely some McElhenney this year, of course. But it won't be as significant as maybe as what we saw last year, of course. I mean, it's different kind of season, different kind of outlook. Uh, but going back to Stamkos, I, I really think that this is a huge year for him. I think that this is a big year for him to go out there and most of all instill not only fans and critics and all of that, but to, to give himself some confidence and to go out there and really, you know, have his body right and maybe lay the groundwork for next season. You know, obviously he's age 30 now and, you know, really, it's it's going to be a lot harder for him to, to really stay healthy. So that's going to be the big question mark this year. But, uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit uh, when the news of Kucherov broke that he was out for the year, that it was going to be huge on Stamkos to really shoulder the burden and be the leader on this team and stay healthy. And in order for this team to stay healthy, uh, for this team to be successful, excuse me, Stamkos needed to stay healthy. So, um if they could get a performance out of Stamkos like this, 
every other game or so because he's not going to go out there and tally a point in every single game. I mean, if he keeps up this 18 consecutive game point streak uh, throughout the entire season, that will be incredible. Um, I would doubt that that's going to happen, but you never know. It's a shortened season, uh, consecutive games, you know, especially if he's hot. I mean, you know, he's going to, he could very well stay in a groove. We've, we've all seen it in other sports, baseball, uh, especially with this kind of schedule, uh, players, especially hitters thrive on this. Uh, and I believe that hockey is the kind of sport where the more games you play often, the better you are. And, and I think that we could all agree that that is the case. So if Stamkos could do that, if he could stay healthy and, and appear in at least, cause I don't think he's going to play every game this year. I think that he'll get a he'll get a healthy scratch here and there, especially down the road, uh, unless he tells Coach Cooper, "Hey, don't don't sit me. I want to play. I want to try and play 56 games this year." Uh, but I, I think we could see him play in maybe 52 or 54 um, total, barring you know a setback here and there, which. Right now, I, I, I would doubt. I feel like he probably would have prepared himself to a certain degree to get ready for this season. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see with that. Um, but I, I, I like I said, I, I think Stamkos looks almost otherworldly out there. Just the way he's take his shot looks incredible, as it always has. Um, but his passing and, and his ability to really draw the D in on him. Uh, we saw it in the last game against the Blackhawks. There was a play on the rush. I believe it was on the plot shot um, on the breakaway that uh, Delia saved. Still a great pass from Stamkos, but if you if you go back and look at the the video, Stamkos drew in three defenders, which left Plot all by himself to set to have that great scoring chance. So uh, just even his presence alone, and we saw it in the Stanley Cup Finals in Game Three. Uh, even you know him not playing for months just the kind of effect that he has uh and just his presence on the ice what that could really do uh for his teammates so we'll talk about the COVID stuff uh with going on with dallas and you know going on with carolina and really what the league should should be going you know how they should be approaching this because i mean it's it's kind of ridiculous at this point uh you know dallas has not played a game yet this year they won't play until the 22nd um and, and, you know, that's really not a recipe where, you know, how is that going to affect standings? Because, you know, them playing one less game or whatnot um, could could potentially, you know, make or break their chances into getting into the playoffs. But, you know, I think the league has every intention of uh, really making up these games, obviously. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar has 18 amazing flavors, six new ones. I uh, can't wait to get my hands on the lemon almond cheesecake one. That one looks incredible, just sounds incredible. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. So, you know, you could eat just as much as you want, uh, but not have to pay the consequences later for it. Uh, they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so picking it up uh, where we left off right before the, the ad read 
before I talk about our great friends at Built Bar, uh, you know, we're going to talk about what this ongoing situation that's been going on with Dallas. Uh, Carolina had a game canceled the other night as well. And this is not the last of this. This isn't going to end with Dallas or Carolina. We'll see this with other teams, 100%. And, and, I, and I spoke about this during the preview, the season preview, that as well as when we had guests on, that COVID isn't just going to magically go away. You know, this isn't like the NHL playoffs that we saw last year where COVID was pretty much a non-factor other than the fact that they played in a bubble due to the COVID pandemic. Um, So how is the league going to approach all this stuff? You know, it it seems like they have every intention of making up these games, but these, these teams are already pressed for time with, with, you know, the, the back-to-back scheduling Um, and how does this affect the lightning? Really? I mean, they might have to move some games with Carolina. Like for example, you know, Tampa opens up a two game series this week against Columbus one tomorrow, and then another game on Saturday against Columbus, but Carolina, uh, on, they're going to play them next week on the 26th and the 28th in Carolina. Uh, I'm very curious as to how that is going to work. Um, I would imagine what they're going to do potentially is play these games later on in the year. Um, it looks like really right now um, they don't really have a spot open to play to make up these games unless they maybe do some sort of format where they push games back a little bit and maybe have like a four game back to back, two games in two days take a day off and then two games in two days uh you know there is a spot that i'm looking at right now uh in april which you know is pretty far down the line um but really i think what they'll have to do i mean i mean so like in april they play a back-to-back against carolina and then they have a day off 21st and then they're playing them they're playing Columbus on that Thursday the 22nd so I don't I guess what they could do is have a back-to-back there with Columbus freeing up the Sunday game that they would potentially have against Columbus and, and maybe work it out that way where they could play maybe Saturday and Sunday but then you'd be playing four games in four days which I, I can't see the players really going for. Um, so it, I guess the only way the league is going to have to be able to swing this, and this is not just with the Lightning. This is with every team. Because like I said, you know, this is – they're going to have to figure this out. You know, this isn't something where I, – I can't see it being a good recipe because we saw this in baseball where they had a hard time making up games and, and – you know, at one point, most notably, uh, for all you baseball fans out there, the Marlins were in first place uh, of the NL East, but they played like three or four less games uh, than the second place team at that time, which I believe was the Braves. But that's besides the point. I, it, it they're gonna have to play some back to backs here and there, which is gonna be tough, and we're gonna see some injuries. And that, that's not going to be good for anyone, especially if it's further down the road in April. But, um, you know, I, 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 I'm curious as to what the league has planned for this. Uh, you know, there's going to have to come a point 
down the road where they're going to have to say, unfortunately, we can't make up these games. It's impossible unless you push the playoffs back maybe a week or so and have them make up some games here and there um, or just go by winning percentage or points percentage like they did last year. I think that the latter is probably more likely right now. Um, you know, maybe we're we're a little maybe I'm a little bit over looking into this a little bit too much right now. We're only in week two of the season, but uh, you know it, it's going to be tough because, like I said, this this isn't going to end with Dallas. This isn't going to end with Carolina. Um, the only way I could see this happening is until every player in the league and personnel is is vaccinated and I mean the two shots um, I, I can't see a way into which you know granted I'm no scientist I don't know if the the vaccine 100% works I hope it does um, I haven't heard anything bad about it uh, but you know well they're gonna have to make a decision but yeah so that's my little spiel on the COVID thing I, I just feel like you know Everyone, including me, is just tired of talking about this. That it has a has a. It, it's still a thing that's coming up in the world of hockey. Uh, I think I, I I I speak for everyone that is listening to this podcast and saying that I'm done. I'm done talking about it, and unfortunately, but that's the the nature of the situation. But let's look towards the upcoming opponent. Why don't we change gears just a little bit? Because yeah, I'm exhausted with this whole COVID crap. So, Lightning have the Columbus Blue Jackets coming up. And the Lightning, obviously, you know, they're, they've are they been playing very well. Granted, it was against a very less talented team. A team that is still trying to get their act together. I think once Chicago figures out that, that goalie situation and they have someone in net who could very much, they could ride uh, for the rest of the season, I think maybe things will change with that team. Maybe especially if uh, the captain, Jonathan Taves, comes back. But... At the end of the day, uh, they're not a good team, and they were clearly outmatched against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, but at this game, this upcoming series, slate of games coming up against the Columbus Blue Jackets, even though despite their record, 1-2-1, and one, I think that this is going to be a good test for this team. I, I would I would really like, I would very much like to see how the Lightning play against Columbus just because uh, Columbus always plays them well. Um, and then, you know, once they play Columbus, they're not going to see them until March. So, and then that's when it really starts to crank up between the next two teams. Because after that, you know, after January 23rd, you know, you're playing them in March. And then really you see them quite often for the rest of the season starting in March, you know, especially going into April. So, you know, the... Let's just look at the stats, and you know we'll we'll obviously talk about what that means. So the Lightning are almost at twenty nine percent on the power play. Uh, you know they they played spectacular, uh, took very good chances, uh, even if they didn't capitalize on every power play that was given. Uh, they still did a very good job creating chances for themselves, setting up very good scoring opportunities. Uh, and it looks like uh, Columbus has not, as they are dead, almost dead last in the league. Uh, with you know, it looks like they haven't scored a power play goal yet. Uh, obviously, you know, you could tell just from the 
the the record that they have not been playing well, but they have been pe- killing penalties quite a bit, uh, almost up to 90% on the season. Uh, in contrast to the Lightning, 71.4. Uh, the you know the Lightning gave up I think one or two power plays in these last two games. Uh, one of them was I believe the fluke goal at the end of the first game by Ryan Strom. Um, but I mean I'm not going to worry about that. The other one was that ridiculous uh, backhander by Patrick Kane. So you know th- I would really I would very much like to see how this team plays uh, the Lightning's power play. Because I think, you know, regardless without, you know, not having Kucherov, I still think the Lightning have been playing very well on the power play. And that's because of, obviously, Steven Stamkos, uh, the way he almost quarterbacks that entire power play. Um, And when I mean that, I'm not talking about, you know, setting up the play. Just his mere presence on on the ice is just enough to open up the ice for everybody else to to get in position, to get into very good position to, to, to score and to do a lot with the puck. So I'm interested to see how Columbus plays uh, Stamkos in that regard. Are they going to treat him like Kucherov? Or are they going to maybe, I don't know, are they going to maybe have him set up somewhere else other than in the circle, which obviously we all know is the sweet spot. Um, and then, of course, you know, the Lightning are right now a scoring machine. And really one of the biggest factors into this series is they're going up against two good goalies. You know, Elvis Merzaklis right now not looking good thus far. Uh, his his goals against, his goals allowed against is at four right now. His save percentage is below 90 uh, whereas Jonas Corposalo, we all know him, all Lightning fans. Uh, he's at one and one with uh, goals against allowed under almost under two, and his save percentage is at almost at ninety five. Uh, so, you know, I think that if they could, you know, I don't think they're gonna go in there being spooked if Corposalo is in net. It's gonna be interesting, maybe how, like I said, it's the Stamkos factor. Uh, it, it, I think he opens up the, the ice so well for the rest of his teammates. And I'm going to keep saying that all season until he doesn't. But when he's healthy, I mean, he's, like I, I've said in the past, I think he's top five in the league. It's just a matter of getting him on the ice and him playing up to, you know, what we all expect out of him. And I, and I think that if the Lightning could at least take one of two, I think they could take, I, I think they could very well take two. I, I don't see a reason as to why they can't sweep this series. Um, you know, there's some drama going on with Columbus, if you haven't heard. Uh, it looks like Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, one of the young stars for the Blue Jackets, definitely wants out of Columbus. Um, it, it looks like that he just he's tired of uh, Coach Tortorella. Um, you know, I stated on the past show that Tortorella's coaching st- – his his uh his way about going everything, it's not for everybody. Uh, maybe something happened. I haven't really read that much into it, but I you know it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this team plays. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if he's gonna be in the in the in the lineup. I think he will be. I would imagine until they get something done. Um, it looks like he hasn't played a game yet, which is very interesting. Um, of course I'll talk about it, uh, in, on tomorrow's, uh, 
tomorrow's episode to see if you know what more we could dig up on him and you know there is some talk that he might go to new york uh in a trade for with the rangers which you know that i mean that'd be a good relief for the lightning uh but just you know just to kind of bolster an already very good lightning uh rangers team out there in new york uh but yeah so his stats for the season are he's played in four games he scored a goal uh his plus minus is uh you know it's minus two uh, he has a game-winning goal, so I'm curious as to see what the reason is to why there's, you know, maybe some drama going on with those two. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look into more of that as to what's the issue there. But um, yeah, I think the Lightning have, you know, every chance of sweeping this series if if they could get to Corpusalo early, like they did in those games in the playoffs. You know the guy. The guy's human. You, you know they're not really going up against Patrick Waugh or Marty Brodeur or Vasilevsky out there. Yes, I just threw Vasilevsky in the same ring as Brodeur and Waugh because I think we can all agree that he he is eventually going to end up in that class if he continues on the career trajectory that he is right now. So yeah, I, I think the first game, I, I don't see as to why the Lightning can't win that, especially if Corpusalo isn't in that. Uh, definitely try to get Merzikless, uh you know, bouncing around, especially get bodies in front of the net. If they could do all the simple stuff that we saw them do against the Blackhawks, I don't see a problem as to why they can't take this series and maybe drop four or five goals even. It's not going to happen every single game, but I, I, I don't see any reason as to why not, especially how hot they've been playing. And I don't think there's going to be any maybe slow starts um, with this team, with the lack of games they have played uh, within the last week. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, hopefully this game, you know, nothing happens in terms of COVID and it getting pushed back or whatever the case may be. And hopefully this is the last time we talk about COVID affecting the lightning schedule for the rest of the season, because I, I think, I, I think everybody could agree with me. It's, it's stupid at this point. It's annoying. So, so if you want to throw some money on this game, which I think I will, hundred percent then there's one place that has you covered in one place the locked on podcast network trust and that is betonline.ag sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag use promo code locked on for 50 percent off welcome bonus uh so the nfl season is wrapping up the buccaneers are in the nfc championship one win away from being the first team ever to play in their home stadium in the super bowl uh we also got of course, the hockey season's underway. The NBA season's been on for a couple of weeks now. Uh, so don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And also go ahead on social media. Visit our good friends' exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business. And don't forget, once again, sign up for a free account. Use that promo code Locked On to get your bonus today. All right, just to wrap up the show here today, uh, like I stated earlier, uh, hopefully this is the last time we talk. We have a podcast, an episode about which you know COVID is affecting the schedule for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I just want it to be a smooth season, uh, especially for the fact that the Lightning seem to feed off of more consistent games, um, so that I think it benefits everybody on the team as well as the fan base. Uh, and you know, once we, before we wrap it up, I just want to remind you to like, and subscribe to this podcast. Once again, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore lightning. Give us a follow on Instagram at locked on underscore lightning. We got some stuff coming out now. 
like I promised. Um, I do want to, hopefully we could drop uh, a new theme song, a new a new theme song, because we did, you know, we did talk about it in the offseason now that the Lightning have won their second cup. We got to update that theme, that theme, opening theme song, intro, whatever you want to call it at this point. And yeah, um, you know, let's, let's hopefully the lightning could jump on the, the blue jackets tomorrow, but of course we got a show dropping tomorrow. So we'll talk about that in our preview of the game. And of course, last but not least, give us, give me a follow on Twitter at AP Danker, D E N K E R. I'll be talking lightning hockey. We're talking all hockey, sports, all that fun stuff. So go ahead and do that. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.